Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings and welcome to Warren Radio. I am Tower here with the Watchman, and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence for the WIBR Warren Radio Network through our contact page on warren-usa.com. Be sure to find Warren Radio on usa.life, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Tumblr, LinkedIn, Pure Social, Spreely, and Linktree. You can listen to Warren Radio on these following website streamers Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, Castbox, Google Podcast. Anchor, Deezer, and Podchaser. You can also go to warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com where you can find our posts for listening and downloading. Be sure to give us a thumbs up and leave a good comment on the show where you heard us as your interaction helps. And don't miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Our Christian Hope Faith Unashamed. Christian hope in a lost and dying world can make a renewed hope for many today. Our faith as believers is unabashedly and truly unashamed. Also, offended. The world and the faith of Christ. Offended by the world? not have any faith, let alone the faith of Christ? Ask the world a faith question, and chances are they really will have no clue as to the real issues of Jesus Christ. Go to warn-usa.com to listen to, for this post. Testify Jesus Christ brings this classic Warren Radio episode into the reality of the cost of following the Lord Jesus Christ. It takes faith, guts, it takes faith, and guts don't just cut it. Today we face a world of nations that take issue with the gospel. And for the latest post on Dana Glenn Smith, Heavenly Signs, Prophecy, and America. And America reminds us that we are well through 2021. Former signs remind us today how pertinent they were to what's going on. Be sure to go to danaglinsmith.com to sign up for the newsletter. And also visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop where we feature Christian books and other resources from our Vision Media. And now I welcome in the Watchmen. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at 
warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com and also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings. Welcome to another Friday morning edition of Sound the Shofar. I'm the watchman, Dana Smith. This is the WIBR Warren Radio Network. You can find us over on warren-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. Here we are. Another Friday. July is just about over with. Summer had just began. Very, very hot weather here. And we're getting the reports and have been getting them from all over the place. Up in Montana, David Paulides, who does the missing 411, says that uh, they've never had such hot weather. I mean, up there in such a stretch. Last night we were on a on a ranch here, and it was a big gathering. And the water was way, way down. The last time we were on the ranch, it was up quite a bit. So we have a lot of little signs going on that, you know, things just are moving forward. Today we're in Romans 15. You know, the one thing I appreciate about the early church. And when I say that, it's specifically the church that was nurtured through the apostles. And a lot of the effort was through the apostle Paul and Barnabas and Silas and a lot of others that helped him. The other apostles also did that, but a lot of them we were talking about the other day about St. Thomas who actually went to India. And uh, in our advocacy, we were talking about that. Christianity was there before Hinduism. And yet Christianity is being persecuted without mercy. And we see that globally, and, and that's a sign Number one, we've always had persecution of Christians. And number two, it's getting worse. But the thing about the apostles, now see this one here. This, we're, we had, uh, this is 15 and 16. We got two chapters. And as the subject with Paul does many times, he summarizes and gives uh, practical admonitions for those he's writing to. He deals with the real strong stuff and then he wraps this up. And which is really good. I, you know, it's always good 
you can always go to the very end of the epistles and find these wrap-ups, these practical admonitions and last-minute warnings. Peter does the same thing. It's typical in writing to close, you know, some of your final thoughts. And some of the various doctrines that Paul gave out and even the apostles themselves. You know, the Roman Empire, you know, they had they didn't have a big deal with various religions and gods in the Roman Empire. It was a empire of many gods. It wasn't a Christian empire and it wasn't an atheist empire. It was more of a pagan empire with various other interests in it. But they had a senate. They had voting. They had political pressure. They had political intrigue. They had a lot of things going. They also had nutty leaders. Just out of the box crazy. And this just didn't happen once. And so, you know, you have Trajan, you have Nero, a lot of others, a number of others. And so the church continued to operate in a normal manner. They would go out and see Paul was a Roman citizen by birth. And even some of those who he worked with, with Roman authorities, uh, one in particular, got in a conversation with Paul and he said I had to purchase my freedom and Paul said but I was freeborn and so Paul was a Jew freeborn Roman and uh, now he was a Christian believer and he was able to move freely. Everybody was, but especially Paul, because he was a Roman citizen. So when the Jews came after him, which they did, and they followed him and all of his gang around everywhere, and did everything they could to cause trouble. And this was one of the reasons, you know, the the anti-Jewish um, uh, thrust against this new faith. And Paul did say that they are enemies of the gospel for your sake in Romans 11. And so they were. And they caused trouble. And eventually, and because the Jews knew how to do the political aspect of it, they caused quite a bit of trouble for Paul and others. And... Uh, So I, I look at this, and, and I look at America today, uh, what is going on. And we can function pretty good, but we have things going on in D.C. all the time, and especially now with a group of left-wing Marxists who have gotten power through cheating. There's no doubt about that in my mind at all. But yet... The whole thing here is also about judgment. 
because God stepped in to allow this because America, number one, had already fallen away. America's not a Christian nation. It's a hedonistic, pleasure-seeking, prideful conglomeration. But you can turn around and you can look at other nations. <laughs> there ain't one perfect nation on the planet. There's a perfect kingdom coming. And that will be the kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Yahshua, Jesus Christ. Until then, we live in the nation of men. And they're not perfect. And so Paul and the apostles were able to work for quite a long time to get the initial base of the gospel out. And then, of course, a lot of them were martyred. Paul was martyred. St. Thomas was martyred. You know, of course, St. Thomas is, is the Catholic term for it. I'm not Catholic, but, you know, when you, when you see the Catholic Church, they've been around as one church. And a lot of these... Uh, ministrations of the gospel were through the one Catholic Church. And of course it, it it is the Roman Church coming out of Rome. And then of course it wasn't until the 98 Thesis by Luther that you actually had the Protestant or the Protestant movement of Christian believers that objected to the theology that would be taught at the time from the Roman Church. And this is, and they had reason to protest because it was wrong. And what I'm saying is, is that you're going to face challenges as a Christian believer. And, and no matter what nation you're in, the nation is falling away from truth. It's being led into a pit of de deception. And this nation is the same way. And we've got a lot of money, a lot of techies with a lot of money, like Bezos and like Mark Zuckerberg and others who are using their billions to in projects that they think should be going. But see, and then you got all the vaccine makers, and some of them, the Myrna vaccine and others, and this is what Bill Gates is working on, the vaccines that change your biome, your very structure of your body, when you take it. And of course, there is a lot of things here that come in, because during this time came in the fact that they have the ability to insert a chip in you at the same time uh, and this tracks all the injections you get so they can monitor you. Now Biden is is uh, going down this road even more to make sure that they know and even yesterday I heard a quote by one of his dippy leaders I can't remember which one it was they're all dippy in my book but uh, he was saying, yes, the government has every right to know what vaccines you have. No, you don't. In your world, 
Maybe. But this is America. Well, it was America. So, just like the early apostles who went from a friendly Roman Empire where they could work without, they went to a hostile one where they were on the being fed to the lions, the Christians were. And there were ten major persecutions of Christians of the, in the, within the Roman Empire. So the question remains is, how far is America and the nations going to go? They're going to go all the way. So if you're listening to the sewer pit out of Washington, D.C., you better take it with the grain that it is. That these people are not going to do anything, not one thing, that's going to help mankind. Not one. It's going to lead mankind into a further deception and more trouble. And if Biden and the Democrats aren't stopped and put some sense put in there, America will be one of the worst places on earth to live. And I seriously mean that because I've warned of the fall of America for many years. And... Uh, <clears throat> There's no way you as an American want to be in this country when they destroy it. There's nowhere to go. So the best place to be is in the Lord. Because there's not anywhere you're going to go. You're going to go to China, they're even worse. You're going to go to Russia, he also oppresses Christians. You can't even speak out about the gospel there. Uh, Putin's an autocrat. He's the lone leader. He controls it. But they've always had that throughout history. South America's a mess. They're all coming up here. Middle East is a mess. Many of them are coming here. They're all coming here because they think America's the answer. The problem of it is, by the time they get here, because they're being used by the Biden administration, who will expect them to vote Democrat next time, so they can never be out of office. Authoritarian, autocratic, dictatorial. Anti-God, with a faith that would suit the Antichrist. Because the Antichrist is not going to be anti-religious. He'll give you a God. But he won't find the Savior. And you'll go to hell. That's about as blunt as I can get. So in Romans 15.1, Paul starts it out this way. After going through everything about sin, and then, of course, one of the most heated uh, chapters in Romans from the standpoint, and it used to be this way, if you read Romans 1 over in Denmark and even in Canada many, many years ago when we, you know, we had a lot of listeners up in Canada. I don't know how many. We have uh, the list, but I haven't looked at it in a long time up in Canada, but uh, 
we have friends in Canada, people that follow us, and, but yet they were warning us at the time. Not just about the fall of America, the fall of Canada, and the way the whole thing was going. They warned of things that would come here, and they're already here. So starting out, Paul says, We then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let every one of us please his neighbor for his good to edification. Now these are all little last minute points. And he's got two chapters of them. And he's not just talking about anybody. You know, if we do have a neighbor that's not in the faith of Christ, of course, we're there. But he has covered a lot of very, very important subjects. And now all of a sudden he's talking about the weak. And there's one of the reasons that he would say that, because in the places he visited, he's seen a lot of weakness. Not just spiritually weak, physically weak, oppressed, not making enough money, starving. They live in the Roman Empire. They can be bonded slaves. You know, any any number of things going on. Because there's a lot of situations that was going on in Rome. Let every one of us please his neighbor for his good to edification. In another place, Scripture tells us, inasmuch as possible, live peaceably with all men. Even the Lord said, Blessed are the peacemakers, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Now see, we see a lot of Christians in India who try to be good neighbors. One particular story was about a guy that got accosted by a bunch of Hindus. This is typical. And the cops took him, the police over there, took him to the station, beat the literal daylights out of him. And he wanted to know what he did wrong. And they said, well, who's paying you to be a Christian? How much did you give them to become a Christian? Well, the story goes that he went over there. He was asked by people to pray for them because they needed healing. The Hindu prayers didn't do any good. So he went over and prayed for them in the name of Jesus and got healed. So they became Christian. He gets blamed. You know, it, it, it's funny. Because these people are so blinded and so positive that he's taken money and so full of unbelief that there's no way a God can heal. Because they're not used to that kind of a God. 
You have to supplicate the gods. Because the gods of the nations are demons. And in order to get along with the demon, you've got to give them offerings and do what they say. Then they'll leave you alone. This is the spiritual world. Get real. Why do you think unbelievers seem to have all the money in the world, some of them? Then, of course, there's others I know of that have tried to dip their toe. And I, and, and I do have some. And you see them. The gospel's been explained to them. They've had people try to work with them, but they still, you know, they'll wear a cross. They will have a hat with a cross on it. All the while they're drinking in the bar. Then they get... stone-faced drunk. Try to drive. And they still claim to believe in God. They haven't been born again. They've refused because they still have these things. And this is the way America is. This is the way a lot of young people are. They have their different proclivities, though. And so now we've taught all of our younger generation they can do anything they want to. They can be any sex that they want to, and they can change. And, it, and, it, and it's a study in the ridiculous of some of the stuff we've seen. Some guy in the Olympics looks like a guy. He's plainly a guy, yet he identifies as a woman. They allowed him to weightlift. He's very popular. And, of course, we've seen this also in various other races where athletes come in and they, they apply to be a woman. You know, I can't win as a man. I'll go win as a woman. I mean, we're screwed up. And the bottom line of it is, is that in this world, there's a whole bunch of people that need help. But see, it says, let every one of us please his neighbor for his good to edification. Well, that only goes so far. We're not going to please the neighbor by agreeing with his fornication. But for his good to edification. What is good for him to be edified and brought to Christ? Not, well, okay, you're, you're fornicating, you're doing this, you're doing that, that's fine. Uh, the Bible says, let everyone please you. Here, let me help you get drunk. No, that's not what the apostle is saying. For even Christ pleased not himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of them that reproached thee fell on me. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Now the God of patience and consolation grant you to be like-minded one toward another according to Christ Jesus. He's talking about one to another in Christ Jesus. That you may be with one mind, one mouth, glorify God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
Wherefore, receive ye one another as Christ also received us to the glory of God. This section is talking about the believers to one another. But it does not exclude a neighbor that you may be by. A neighbor that may be living a life that is not at all the way it should be. So what do you do? Hate him? No. In as much as possible, live peaceably with all men, all women, people. Get along with them. And try to make inroads as you go. Like Paul said to the Jew, I became a Jew. That I might win some of them. He has a whole list of things he says he became. Because he, he tried to deal with people. Now, see, to be truthfully, in America, we're crazy today. We're just flat-out nuts. And the people in Washington, D.C. don't help any because they all come across as lunatics. Kamala Harris is supposed to be in charge of stopping the border flood, and she's about worthless. So she decided she'd go talk to all the nations why they're coming up. Are you that dumb? You're vice president, for crying out loud. How long have you been in this country? Haven't you paid attention? People come here because they think that America is a free country and they can live a life with their family. But the problem you have is is that you have had child smugglers, drug smugglers. You've had people smugglers. You've had gang members, you've had terrorists, you've had every kind on the list during Biden's six months come across that border. And there's so many that haven't gotten caught, you're going to see the repercussions of it for years. Because these are the kind of people that kill and rape and pillage. And then when you have a bunch of leftists in big cities that refuse to enforce the law now, Chicago, Illinois is crazy. Chicago's nuts. You know, many years ago, my grandfather graduated from college there, got a degree, moved to California, and worked in the Forest Service for the state of California, but he was also stationed on Catalina, where our family was actually from. It's hard to believe because he's not like the rest of these nuts. So somewhere in, in Illinois, they got nuttier. And I'm sure they're not all like that. But you see, Paul here is in the Roman Empire. Hedonistic, just like America. Have an army. They have practically ruling the world at the time that Christ came. They had communication. They had roads. They had uh, political establishment. They had relatively safe uh, passages everywhere. 
so the gospel was able to get cro- uh, across the, you know in the fullness of time Christ came at that perfect time and he came during the Roman Empire a big empire that had slaves now you want to talk about you know, a slave factory? That was the Roman Empire. They kept white and black and every color of slaves. And these dipwits that are accusing America of being slaves and going by the 1619 Project, I even seen another advertisement where a company said, we're going to go with the true history. Well, if you think the true history is 1619, you're full of it. Because that's wrong. Matter of fact, during the creation of America... You found uh, white slaves being enslaved by Muslims. But they kept other colors as well. Muslims. And even after America, you know, fought a civil war over the slavery issue. And a lot of blood was spilt to free them slaves. That's the cost to free them. And today we want reparations. Money is worthless. Paying people off in money for the souls of slaves is tantamount to blasphemy. Because there's nothing more precious on earth than if a man gives his life for another. And there was a lot of them from the north that fought a civil war to free the slaves because they were opposed to it. And you want to give them money? That's how corrupted this generation is. When you fail to see that blood is the higher cost here. And by doing that, then your blood's going to be on your own head for being so foolish. You see, but these are the kind of issues that Paul had to promote the gospel in. There were slaves there. There were slaves in Israel of old. There's always been slaves. There will always be slaves. And when the Antichrist gets here, if you disagree with him, you're going to be killed or put in prison till you rot. So Paul says, in the midst of all this going on, let us take care of one another good idea in the midst of everything happening in America why doesn't the churches for once put away their agendas because it's all about promoting me you know me myself and I my church oh man (laughs) we can get into that You know, we have Mormonism, Catholicism, Lutheranism, (laughs) Pentecostalism. We got so many isms, we even got Islam. But Christ ain't coming back to create an ism state. He's coming back to create a Christ state, an anointed state, the son of the living God state, The I am that I am state, the almighty state, the greater son of David state, which is a nation and a nation that will never perish from this earth 
Matter of fact, this earth will perish. This earth will be remade. The heavens will be remade. He will be on the throne. The devil will be locked up, released, and then he'll be destroyed. But one day, you're not going to have all these gnat stings and persecutions and stuff. One day the nations of men are going to be removed. But until that day, before he comes, one of the greatest deceptions to ever hit this world or the church will be here. And it might do you some good to practice a little love toward your neighbor and towards those in the faith. But see, in the faith, we, we spend most of our time arguing our little petty doctrines. You see, we're not we're not specifically non-denominational. We are not Baptist-oriented. We are not Lutheran-oriented. We are Christ-oriented. I've seen the thing they were talking about on LinkedIn and other places. You know, what color was Christ? And this has come up before. Talk about a stupid question. See, because we got the black Christ, we got the white Christ, we've got everything. We are so misled by our proclivities and by the devil, it's not funny. You want to know what color Christ is? He's glorified. There's a color for you. When you see him, he's Lord of Lord and King of Kings. And if you're not redeemed, your nose is going to be at his feet. And they're going to be glorified like burnished brass in the fire like someone who came out of the heat of all the heats that you could do he can walk in among the burning fire and come out alive he is the fire he is the holy one he is the perfect one he is the one who's going to put down the enemy he's going to make you know you talk about a race card god loves all why do you think there's so many animals in the world because God loves variety. Why do you think he made more than just one kind of person? He likes variety. See, and the thing of it is, it's not the skin, but it's that which is within. And that which is within, out of the heart, is where all the sin comes from. It's your nature. Christ heals all that. He delivers you. For Christ, even even Christ, please not himself. I mean, you look at America and the world, the world. America's not the only hedonism. The hedonism is worldwide, globally. And pride, it's not just an American thing. Z, the leader of China, stood up and did their celebration of 100 years of communism, praising how great communism is. Yeah, you dipwit. 
Yeah, praise communism. You know how much blood is on the hands of communists? A lot. Their own their own people. Mao Stalin and these these come out of the Marxist ideology, folks. Millions died under them. And we got people in Washington, avowed Marxists, wanting to change America so they can kill millions of Americans because their policies are going to do just that. Because you already don't have enough truck drivers. That's a fact because of COVID. Biden is talking about creating another COVID restriction on mass. If they continue this stuff, destroy the economy, and already you're not getting enough produce. Right now on Amazon, there's a number of items I was looking at. One to two month wait. They can't even get them. So I went down to the local store and found one. One of the same ones I was looking for. But they happened to have one because their truck came in. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy how this works. And the produce? Working... As a service professional, being a chef, executive chef, food and beverage manager, general manager, uh, a caterer, an owner of my own business, a restaurant owner, and I had my whole family involved, we know something about the quality of food and the quality of, of vegetables and how this works. And so when I go in shopping looking for vegetables, dear God in heaven, we have had, and this is Wyoming, in case you don't know where this originates. We get some of the lousiest looking vegetables you wouldn't believe. I mean, it's so bad. And see, I have a, I have a dog here who is my companion. And she likes these sessions when I'm here because I don't move much and she can fall asleep for a while. And uh, she loves vegetables. She always has. I can give her a huge bowl of vegetables of the kind she likes. She'll eat them, most of them. She'll come back later. And even in the wintertime, when it's cold and frozen, she'll go out there and eat them as vegetable icicles. She likes them. We're glad she likes them because there's some of the vegetables we don't want to eat. We give them to her. And they're raw. They're good for her. But today, there's even vegetables she won't eat. You give her some of those things that are coming out of these stores, she won't touch them. And the people today, you know, if you're looking at organics right here, and I can tell you of the stores that are here, 10 times out of 10, the non-organic vegetables will look larger and fresher and better. You go over the organic section and looks like they haven't done anything to that in years. I mean the vegetables. I wouldn't feed that to the chickens. Now, you fast forward. No truckers to bring in your food. 
That's the thing that made America great, was the ability to get food and produce, transportation, and your mail across our country in a, in a systemized manner. But you see, when you go into a tailspin, your economy falls, you have no work because you've destroyed it all. It's a domino effect. You're not going to have food in your stores. Most people don't even know how to grow stuff. They don't know how to can it. They wouldn't know the ass end of a cow from the front end. All they know is this says beef on it. I like beef. And there's chicken. They don't know how to butcher it. They don't know how to feed them. They don't know how to take care of them. They don't know nothing. Oh, yeah, we've got the Internet. And we got our phones. We got everything. But you know what? When they get in the mark of the beast, if you don't do what they say, they'll punch a little number there. And that number that you have that controls all your money and everything is going to stop you from having everything. You're going to do. Strobe Talbert used to talk back that about that. He's just one of many back in the 90s. Used to talk about how they would control America. You're going to have a global world government, whether you like it or not, they were saying. And if you do not do what we say, they were saying, we will just stop your account. Because they want everybody on the same account. And that was before digital. The minute digital came in, that was a new step in control. You think this digital helps you? Now, it does help us on the Internet. It helps us in everything. But I've been warning about digital, and it's going to get even worse because you've got another level of technology coming. The more higher the level of the technology, the more you're going to be encased in little bracelets around your wrist if you do something wrong. It's going to enslave mankind. So we get back to the Roman Empire. The Roman Empire is really going to look pretty good by the time this thing gets done. Because this will be the worst time anybody will have ever seen. Now, now I say that Jesus Christ was the minister of the circumcision for the truth of God. To confirm the promises made unto the fathers. And that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy as it is written. For this cause I will confess to thee among the Gentiles and sing unto thy name. And again he saith, Rejoice you Gentiles with his people. And again, Praise the Lord, all you Gentiles. Laud him, all you people. And again, Isaiah says, There shall be a root of Jesse, and he that shall rise to reign over the Gentiles, in him shall the Gentiles trust. Now you see, the gospel first went out on Pentecost, Peter preaching. There were religious Jews who, were, who had to go there because of the pilgrim feast. And they heard it. They believed it. In this case, some of them were from Rome. They went back to Rome. And before you know it, 
there were a lot of other believers up there. A lot of Gentiles in Rome. That's the head of the pagan empire. Remember, Rome was the big kahuna. Nobody could take Rome. That is until the latter end of the Roman Empire when they're weak and divided. Then Rome fell several times. It was pillaged, I think, five times. Of course, they had the Church of God, the Rome Church there. And I've, I've spoken about that. But the bottom line of it is, is that church didn't help them. They went in there and they wound up getting killed. The first time it happened and they pillaged it, they didn't go into the church. And the people in the church were saved. But later on they found out and he had some other brave pagans. And they began to pillage the church and found out that they could pillage it and nobody would do anything. And they would kill anybody in there and take anybody captive that was in there in the churches. Today we find the same thing. We have a war made by the, Raz, uh, the Muslim radicals around the world. And one of the worst places in is in Africa. And if you're in a church in Africa, just like if you're in a church in, uh, in India, they'll come in there and they'll destroy it. They'll kill you. They'll burn it down. Your big edifices here in America, you better start thinking. Because if you think hedonism, anti-God, doing anything you want is going to please God and you're not going to see judgment, you're full of it. Full of nonsense. But see, Christ administered the circumcision of the heart rather of the flesh. It was a change of heart on the inside that from the inside he would change people. They would be born again of the Spirit of God. And this happened among the Gentiles and these pagan Gentiles suddenly found that there was a spirit with them. There was a testimony not too long ago that I talked about of a young man and and this is true. He's on YouTube. He was doing uh, all kinds of satanic and everything else. Everything you could think of. UFO. He was into everything. Trying to find God. But the more he started talking about God, and then he began to mention Jesus Christ, Yahshua. And then he would, he would talk about the Father and try to find out, well, who is this God? He kept asking. But at the same time, he continued to do the other stuff. He, he was not a Christian. But he was searching. Then one day, something happened. And we hear these testimonies a lot. And, and overseas we hear it. They decide, well, I'm going to pray in Jesus' name. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do that. So it's not surprising in India, when this guy goes around and prays for people to be healed, they get healed. Well, you would go to the Lord. You would say, yeah, man, I'm going to serve him. He healed me. I believe in Jesus now. Hallelujah. And away you go. Well, I'll tell you, Tower and I, we were in another town. This is before we really got this developing. This is many years ago. And uh, 
that was shortly after the Lord had come to me and made himself known again and called me to this end time ministry which we're doing now specifically calling me to do it through the internet because I was on the internet when nobody knew what the internet was at any rate we were praying in the potato chip pile in Walmart in a certain city not far from here we're praying for people that to get healed and to this day we still pray for people to get healed when any of our family you know you have something bothering you you have uh, an attack or sickness something trying to bother you first thing they do they call us we pray together and of course they're talking about COVID being worse this Delta variant folks I got news for you Christ is either Christ of all or he's not Lord at all there ain't no Delta virus there ain't nothing if you align your walk with Christ and walk in him no weapon formed against you is going to prosper. Yes, we're going to be attacked. We're going to be, many of them are put in prison. Many Christians die today. Death isn't the problem. Living is the issue. You die, you're going to be with Christ. But today, if you're a Christian in many nations, you're going to be persecuted, spat on, hated, despised, and they will plot to kill you. They will try to take your daughter and rape her and marry her, force her into that and confess to become Muslim. This happens all the time, we report on it. They will rape your wife. They will do anything they can do. So it's time for America to get off her sitting on her butt. Maybe the election will solve it and get closer to God. Get your life straight. And then don't worry about it and start doing some of these practical things Paul's talking about here. You can't do these things if you ain't right. But see, I've met sadly even some of my own relatives distant relatives you can't talk to them they don't want to hear it oh yeah we believe in Christ that's why I share my body she said I go have sex with men and I'm sharing the love of Christ with them dear God in heaven words can't express what you feel at that minute. How do you tell her? She won't listen. That's just one of the little itty bitty problems that we have in America among the youth today. And it's terrible. What is happening to your youth, you wonder why they're following Marxism and all this other stuff. Why you have BLM and Antifa on the street that think that they have a right to steal, pillage, burn businesses, hate cops, and of course then the liberal uh, Democrats get rid of the cops so there's nobody to stop them. 
in areas today in our country, and this is exactly what David Wilkerson prophesied many years ago, that you wouldn't be able to go into many of your cities because they're going to be lawless. Total lawlessness. Now, see, matter of fact, I can even take you one step further how that enters into black ops and into, and into a plan to take down America. But that goes way back. The plan's always been there. But for right now, verse 13, Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing, that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. That is where we're at today, folks. There's a lot of problems, a lot of issues, a lot of evil. But may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing so you can abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and of a sound mind. And today, let this be the day that you turn to Christ, look to Christ, and set your hope in Christ, and never turn the other way. Now, you pray right now when we get off, after as soon as you get done, and you seek the Lord, give yourself a break. And remember, you can always contact us at warn-usa.com. Father, we thank you for your word today. Bless those that hear us whenever they hear it. Encourage them, bless them, keep them safe, them and their families. Undertake and draw them to yourself. And in Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, in the powers of darkness from the preaching, teaching, streaming, and receiving of this word. In Jesus' name, amen. Be sure to go to warn-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com. The Watchman Institute is on Dana Glenn Smith. Warren Radio, the Watchman Alert Radio Network is Warren USA. Warren-USA. You can also find us by warren-radio.com. We're on a lot of media. I don't, I don't like social media at all. I have a lot of, a lot of sites. I do a lot of stuff. <laughs> and you can also find us on Twitter with Zippy Doodah Day One. I think that's what it is. I got rid of all of our other social accounts on Twitter. This is not a serious account. This is a monitoring account, so I can monitor w what's going on with Twitter. Until next time, be safe. Look to the Lord. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.